Welcome to the Irresistible You podcast. This is the place to get a dose of empowerment to create the life you crave and deserve. I'm your host, Amy Beltran, CEO and founder of Irresistible University. I'm here to help you learn how to love yourself, how to drop the body image issues so you can lose the emotional weight and gain the confidence to look and feel irresistible at any size. Hello, everyone, and welcome to February. Can you believe it? (laughs) February 2020, we are here. February is the month of love, and we are going to be celebrating all this month talking all the things self-love. I'm kicking off today with the theme around why self-love is not conditional or why it shouldn't be conditional. And that's what we're going to start off with today. I am also going, you got to stay tuned for this because this is going to be coming up very soon. So keep your eyes peeled either on my Instagram at Irresistible Icing and inside of our free podcast discussion group on Facebook. Just type in Irresistible You, go to groups, you should find it, request to join. We are going to be doing a self-love challenge next week. So the self-love challenge is going to be happening next week in celebration of the month of love and the week of Valentine's Day. And I want you to keep your eyes peeled for that. Also, you if you are on my email list, you will also be getting a notification there as well. So keep your eyes peeled. You're going to be seeing some updates going out about that, how to get involved, how to join, and all of that good stuff. So on that note, let's jump in to today's episode. Today's episode, as I mentioned, is all about why self-love cannot be conditional. For so many of you right now, it is conditional, and I was right there with you. But in order for you to move forward, in order for you to lose the emotional weight, in order for you to gain confidence, in order for you to become irresistible you, you have to embrace the fact that self-love is unconditional and we can't put conditions around what it means. And so that's what we're talking about today. (laughs) Self-love, I feel like this term gets thrown around and people, like I'm just curious and you can go over to the Facebook group and put this in there and let me know, like what is your... What is, like, when you hear the word self-love, what's that judgment that comes up for you? Like, what do you automatically think of? What do you associate that term with? Because for me, when I was getting into this whole journey a long time ago, I would hear the word self-love and I just, like, associated associated it with a bunch of BS, a bunch of, like, woo-woo, hippie, like, oh my God, love yourself. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't know. I just had, and I used to, so my, my before, my before is like the pre-Ears of you days of when I went on this journey. And when I was in that phase of my life, I was in like crazy denial. I was so pessimistic. I was just very like, I am sarcastic, but my sarcasm and my pessimism was like, it was on another level, y'all. And so... I just heard that term and I thought it was a bunch of bullshit. 
And I think a lot of articles out there and a lot of things that you see, they are a bunch of bullshit. They talk about self-love being bath bombs and, you know, affirmations in the mirror and like all this BS stuff that, you know, yes, bath bombs and taking care of yourself and saying nice things to yourself is all part and wrapped up in that. But that's not really what self-love is. And so when I think about it that way, when you think about, oh, self-love is like bath bombs and affirmations. I correlate that to the person who, so you know those people that, so, okay, <laughs> let me say this the right way. Okay, so there's people who are very pessimistic, very negative, oh, woe is me, like blah, blah, blah. And then there's the people who are just equally as bad, who are, optimistic but in such an unrealistic way that they're never willing to admit or see that sometimes things just suck and so there's that so you have to kind of find that fine balance in between because there's that overly optimistic to where they're not even willing to realize and recognize like let somebody just sit in their damn feelings right so here's a great example oh my gosh I can't believe this is coming up right now this was not part of the the plan for today <laughs> so over the weekend, I watched The Lion King, the new the new one, the 2019 version, the live action, I guess that's what you call it with the real animals, well, like real in quotation marks. Anyway, the Beyonce one, y'all, okay? So we're watching Lion King, and I'm watching with my daughter and my husband, and I was never like really a fan of that movie growing up. I am a big animal lover. I love animals. Like I will cry at the drop of a dime for any type of like gushy animal thing. To this day, I can't finish Bambi. I walked out of the land before time with my mom. I told her my stomach hurt. And I think that's why I never really watched Lion King because I knew what it was about. <laughs> so I didn't really watch it as a kid. It wasn't one of my like favorite. It wasn't even in my like list of Disney movies that I liked. So if you're a Lion King fan, don't come for me, okay? <laughs> anyway, so I'm watching it, and the whole, like, Timon, is it Timon and Pumbaa? So, yeah, okay. They got under my skin so bad when I was watching this movie. And I think it's because of exactly what I just described, where um, Simba's, you know, his dad, we all know his dad dies. That's, like, the whole premise of the movie, the whole circle of life thing. And they find him. He's, like, almost dead in the desert, you know, like, whatever. And they're just, like, not letting the dude feel his feelings. And they're just, like, you know, Akuta Matata and all this bullshit. Like, yeah, that's a great philosophy. But my point here is, like, if you're just thinking about self-love as, like, bath bombs and affirmations and just say everything is great and you're amazing and you're this and you're that, you're like the Timon and Pumbaa of self-love, meaning you don't allow yourself to just feel what you're feeling and also admit that sometimes life just sucks and it's okay and it's fine to just allow yourself to sit in those feelings for a while. You know, it's just like, when you're talking to someone or someone's talking to you and they're going through something really hard and as human nature, we just want to fix it because we feel uncomfortable. But sometimes all people need is just to say, man, like that sucks, but I'm here. Like I'm with you. I'm going to rock, rock this out with you and it's okay for you to feel like this. 
So that's kind of what I'm thinking of here is like when we think about, oh, self-love, like bath bombs and affirmations and never having another shitty day or shitty thought about yourself because you should just dust yourself off and move on and just be happy. Like that is also dangerous. It's dangerous because you're not going there. And I keep saying that phrase a lot lately in the podcast, but like when you're that overly optimistic, it's also an issue because you're not allowing yourself to go there and you're not allowing yourself to actually live in reality. It's denial to like the umpteenth power sprinkled and sugar coated with a bunch of affirmations and positivity that's all bullshit when you break it down. Okay. So that was not part of today's discussion, but it was like, man, I just watched this movie and it really kind of like aligns with what I'm thinking here. So when we think about self-love, self-love, again, is not just bath bombs, affirmations, everything's going to be great. I'm never going to have another bad day. I'm never going to think I'm fat or ugly. I'm never going to think I'm less than. And I think that's what comes up for a lot of people is like, oh, well, if I go on this self-love journey, that means if I ever have another bad day, I'm doing something wrong. And that thinking right there is wrong, okay? Because self-love is not about never having another bad day or another bad thought or another bad feeling about yourself, okay? It's not about loving every single thing about yourself day in and day out. That's not what self-love is about. But what self-love is about, what it should be about, is that it should be about you loving yourself unconditionally, no matter what's going on. Unconditional self-love means that you decide to love yourself not just when you get to your goal weight, not just when the scale has a certain number when you look down at your feet, not just when you can walk into the mall and slide yourself into a specific size of jeans. That's not unconditional self-love. It's also not about only doing those things when everything in your life is going great. When it's like, you know, there's nothing happening, everything's going along smooth, everything's happy, everything's good. All of that, if you are telling yourself, well, I'll like... I'll do this when I lose the weight. I'll wear that when I'm a size this. I'll get started on the program. I'll enroll in Irresistible You when my life slows down. When you do those things, when you say those things, you're putting conditions around your self-love. Okay? And when you don't feel comfortable in your own skin, you've established all kinds of rules around how and when you're allowed to love yourself. For all the things that I just said, when I lose the weight, when I'm a size this, when things slow down, those are conditions. And when you put those conditions around your self-love, what you're doing is you're signaling back to your brain, I'm not worthy. I don't deserve this yet. I'm not deserving or worthy of nice things or good things or the life that I crave until I do X, Y, Z, okay? And 
when you do that to yourself, that, and then you tell yourself that you're practicing self-love on the days that are going really well, it doesn't work that way. That's not love. Think about it this way. If you told your kids, well, if I told my daughter, like, hey, I'm going to, like, if you act really good today and you don't do anything crazy, then I'm going to love you more. Or if you dress really nicely and brush your hair and go brush your teeth, I'm going to love you. Like, you would never say that or you would never look at your kids and be like, well, you kind of need to lose a little bit of weight. And once you lose that weight, then I'm going to love you a little bit more and I'm going to take you out and do fun things. If you are a mom and you can put it in these words, and if you're not a mom, like use a family member or a pet or someone that you care about deeply. But if like you put it in those words, whether it's your kids, your spouse, your pets, whatever, and you think about putting those conditions that you put on yourself, on your family, think how asinine it sounds. It sounds absolutely asinine when you say it out loud. It's like you look at your husband and you're like, well, you know, if you could just lose 25 pounds, then I think we should go on vacation. But until you lose weight, we're not going to go anywhere. We're just going to sit at home and watch Netflix. You know, or like, you know, just think about that, how crazy that is. And then turn it around and think about how many conditions are you putting on yourself to love yourself unconditionally. Right? And not... Everything your husband, your wife, your partner, your kids, your pets even, not every, you can love them with every fiber of your being. Like they can be the, the light of your life. Like you're, you just love them so deeply. However, not everything they do makes you happy. <laughs> not everything they do makes the day great for everyone. There's things and decisions that they make that really piss you off. That really like knock you off your rocker. Right? So, but at the end of the day, if things like that happen, does that mean you give up on them? Does that mean you stop loving them? I would hope your answer is no. (laughs) Right? Because our kids are going to make mistakes. That's just part of life. It's part of growing up, and we have to let them make their own mistakes. But just because our kids make mistakes, it doesn't mean we stop loving them. It doesn't mean we love them any less. But when it comes to yourself, I'm sure that that is the case, that you are putting all these conditions around what it means to love yourself, and if you can't be perfect, and if you can't do all the things the way you think you're supposed to, if you can't look the way you think you're supposed to, then you don't feel love for yourself. And that lack of self-love, which translates back to like a lack of worthiness and deservingness of happiness and joy and all the things that we should be, like we should have in our lifetime, Like that translates back to you taking actions that are not you living your best, most irresistible life. So having self-love, you know, and especially like if you're stuck running through the yo-yo diet, body hate, shame cycle, 
thinking that, well, if I could just lose the weight, if I could just be this size, if I could just look like this, if I just had boobs like this, then I would be worthy. Then everybody would like me. Then so-and-so wouldn't treat me like, like shit. And that's not the case. And so this lack of self-love is really at, behind a lot of the things and the actions that you're doing. And so we've got to break this down. We've got to learn how to love ourselves unconditionally. Not on conditions, not when we lose the weight, when we look like this, when we are this size. And so that's what I want to talk about as well is like what is unconditional self-love? Because it's not all the fluff. It's not all the fluffy bath bombs and affirmations and life is amazing and I'm amazing because you're not always going to feel amazing. And you're not supposed to. And the faster you can get that concept, the easier all of this becomes. Not every day is supposed to be great. And then when it's not great, you beat yourself up. The inner fat bitch talk comes out. And you're holding yourself to this standard that's actually not realistic. So why are you choosing to live with, un- like, with conditional love? Why are you choosing to only love yourself when all conditions are great? Because that's not real love. We don't love our parents, our children, our husbands, our wives, our families, our pets, only when they're perfect and amazing. Because I don't know anybody else, but my husband ain't perfect and amazing every single day. But I love him with every bone and fiber in my body. I will do anything for him. But there are days where I want to rip his head off. There are days when I just want to effing break from my daughter because she's driving me insane. It doesn't mean I don't love her. But everybody is not perfect, including yourself. And so if you are only trying to love yourself when you're perfect, you don't have much self-love because you're not perfect, right? And so let's talk about what self-love looks like besides the fluffy stuff, all right? We're not, we're not talking fluff here. We're talking about what self-love really is because you have that, going back to the beginning of the episode, that like perception that self-love is like, ooh, sunshine and roses and bath bombs and affirmations and I will always love myself. No. Go back to the example with your children and your family. You don't always love what they do. You love them, but you don't love everything they do. And so when you think about self-love, the minute you have a bad day, the minute you make a mistake, the minute you overeat, the minute you look in the mirror and you're like, oh, I can't believe I still look like this. Just because you have those thoughts, just because you have those bad days, doesn't mean you have to stop loving yourself. You have to love yourself unconditionally, no matter what the situation is. So think about this. Self-love looks like discipline. You discipline your children. It doesn't mean you beat your children. And if you are, I really don't like you (laughs) if that's something you're doing because that's disgusting and that's wrong. Discipline comes in, in lots of different forms, right? 
And discipline is really about making hard decisions and hard choices over what feels comfortable right now. Okay. So for example, I'm going to, I'm going to keep relating this back to like being a mom. Okay. And what's really feels comfortable and easy right now, because I love my daughter so much, I want to give her everything. But if I give her everything and anything that she asks for, because that's easy in the moment and it's going to prevent an argument and it's going to prevent her having a meltdown versus if I say no or not right now, giving in to her in the moment is easy. It's comfortable. It's, it takes the pressure off. But it's not teaching her discipline. It's, it's not teaching her the value of hard work. And that sometimes you don't get everything you ask for. Because I need her to understand that too. I don't want my daughter to grow up thinking everything gets handed to her. Because what kind of adult is she going to be if that's how she is as a kid? It doesn't build any ethic, like work ethic or character. So discipline, think about discipline with your children, is making these hard choices in the moment over what feels comfortable right now. And that's not easy as a parent because you love your kids so much. You want to give them everything, but you also know that that's also not helpful either. And you also don't want to deal with the tantrum and the screaming on the floor. So it's like, oh, just here, fine, you can have it. But nobody, you or your child, are not learning in that moment. So when you go back to self-love and thinking about yourself, self-love is having that discipline with yourself. Self-love is not, I deserve to eat this, and I deserve to have this, and I deserve to have that. Like, no, you also need to understand how to, ta- like, how to make hard decisions over what's comfortable in the moment. If your weight is causing you physical discomfort, and in that moment all you want to do is eat the hot pink icing in the bathtub over... I need to sit through this and really figure out why I'm feeling this way today. That's discipline. Discipline is not, well, I'm going to have to deprive myself of this food. No, it's thinking about what, what's like the bigger picture here? What is it that I want more? Because I love myself more and I love my future more than to sit here and rub my face around in some food and some icing because it feels good in the moment right? So self-love looks like discipline, making hard choices over what's comfortable in the moment. And self-love also looks like, you know, consistency, showing up on a consistent basis for yourself. If you're setting a goal for yourself and two weeks go by and you're nowhere closer to that goal, but yet you haven't taken the actions to be consistent, how can you really be mad at yourself? So self-love is also about deciding, I'm going to do things consistently no matter how hard it feels, no matter how much I want to make those easy choices of comfort in the moment. Because every time I make that easy choice of comfort in the moment, I'm extending and prolonging what I really want for myself. Self-love also looks like 
asking hard, tough questions to yourself. It looks like you sitting through the emotions, not pushing them down with a bunch of food or distracting yourself by being busy or acting like everything is perfectly okay and you're this bottle of positivity even though you're not because you just are in denial about your emotions. So self-love looks like you being vulnerable. Self-love looks like you feeling what you need to be feeling instead of being in denial and running away from it. Right? And so self-love is you deciding, you know what? I'm not going to sit in the bathtub with a bunch of hot pink icing because I need to figure out why I want to do that in the first place. Because me doing that, that's not something that is treating me and my body in a good way. So I'm going to sit here and I'm going to ask myself these hard questions. I'm going to feel the buzziness that's going to pop all through my body when I'm having to go through and feel the things that I don't ever let myself feel. And I'm not going to use food or alcohol or the busyness or whatever to shove it all down again. That's self-love. So you think, oh, self-love is I deserve a drink. I deserve a piece of cake. I worked really hard this week. No, that's called entitlement. I talk about this all the time. That's called fat girl entitlement. That's that inner fat bitch who thinks that she's entitled to anything and everything because she had a hard day, because she is so busy, because she takes care of everyone else. No, that's entitlement. And that entitlement stuff is not self-love. Self-love is like, I deserve better than this. I I deserve to live a life better than staring in the mirror and tearing myself down and tearing myself apart because of what I look like. Self-love is I deserve better than to keep hiding in these baggy clothes that do not fit or flatter me because I deserve it. I deserve to buy clothes now, not just when I lose weight or if I lose weight. And self-love also looks like you doing the necessary work when it's not glamorous, when it's not exciting, and when it's no longer fun. So let's use weight loss here as an example. And it's always like, well, if I could just get a new Fitbit, then I'd really be motivated to like go work out. Oh, if I could just go to the store and get some new gym clothes, then I'll really be motivated to work out. No, you won't. No, you won't. That is like these lies that you tell yourself. If I could get a pretty planner, then I'll have all my meals and all my things, blah, blah, blah. You know, and it goes back to that whole like, let's start over on Monday mentality of like, well, if I start over on Monday, everything will be fresh and it's a fresh slate or it's a new year, new me. But all of that is just fluff and it's something you tell yourself so that you can feel better about the bad decisions you're making now. Because all of that, the new, I call it the new car smell, it's all going to go away. When you get that new car, what do you do? You park like a mile away at the store. You're telling everybody, no, you can't have anything to eat in my car. You can't drink in my car. You can't do anything in my car. You're like wiping it down. 
parking far away, and how long does that really last? First couple payments, first couple months maybe. And then that and then that new car smell goes away and now your car smells like chicken nuggets and goldfish. Let's be real. So the same thing happens with you, like whether it's a weight loss journey or whether it's the irresistible you journey where you're coming in to learn how to lose the emotional weight and gain confidence. That newness of the program, that newness of the thing that you're doing, it goes away. And that's why you always think, well, I always fall off the wagon. No, it's because you haven't made that commitment to do the work when it's no longer exciting or fun or smells like a new car. So self-love is doing all of those things every single day. And I think about that with like kids as well. It's like every single day as a mom, sure as hell is not glamorous, exciting, or fun. But that doesn't take away from, again, the fact that I completely love and adore my daughter. But that doesn't mean every day and every moment we spend together is amazing. And if I went into it like, well, today she's having a temper tantrum. Today is a really off day. I don't love her right now. Like, what? It doesn't work like that. Even even Chewy, my chihuahua, like he has his moments where he's a freaking asshole. And he's set in his ways. But I would fight and kill anybody for that kid and that dog. Like they are my, like my world. I love them more than anything. And so it's like, just because it's an off day, just because it's a monotonous day, just because it's like, you know, nothing really going on today. We still got to have that unconditional love. And it's just like when you go on these weight loss journeys because you think, oh, I just need to lose the weight for this cruise. Oh, I just need to lose the weight for Aunt Betty's wedding or whatever. And then the wedding comes. Maybe it's even your wedding. The wedding comes. The cruise comes. The reunion comes. And then what do you do? You stuff your face for weeks because you were in such deprivation mode going into it. And it's no longer fun or exciting because you don't have a a thing to look forward to. What if you just decided like the thing to look forward to is you having this irresistible life that you don't need to run away from with cupcakes in the bathtub? What if the thing to look forward to was you pushing yourself to a limit that you've never pushed yourself to before so that you could create the life that you have dreamed of? What if that was the thing that was exciting to you? What if what was exciting to you was I can show up for my family and stop wasting time feeling so bad about myself and what I look like because I don't get that time back. What if that was your milestone and what you had to look forward to? See what I'm saying? So like self-love doesn't look like all the easy fluff stuff. Self-love also looks like the really hard stuff that we all have to do when nobody else is watching, when nobody else is around. And as long as you keep telling yourself, well, I'll do it when I lose weight. Well, I'll do it when I'm this size. Well, when life slows down. Well, when I don't have this going on. You're putting conditions around how you love yourself and how you show up for yourself. 
And as long as you keep putting those conditions around it, you're never going to actually create the life that you want because you're putting it on hold. So essentially you're wasting all your time. And you're wasting time, I say this all the time, that you don't get back. You don't get it back. It's not like you invest, I'm so busy, I'm so busy, I'm going to invest all my time in this big-ass project that makes me miserable, or I'm going to invest all my time with this job that I can't effing stand, and it's going to, like, multiply time back for me later on. Uh, no. It's not money. It's time. We can invest money. We cannot invest time, unfortunately. We can't invest time to make more time. So you either invest your time doing things that you feel good about doing, or you don't. I mean, really. So that's, that's really it, guys. Self-love is something that you have to learn how to cultivate. You have to learn how to bring it into your life. You've got to stop this conditional love stuff. Because it's not working for you. Because if it worked, you wouldn't still be doing what you're doing. You wouldn't still be looking for a cure or a fix and a bullshit diet. And I know I have another episode around this, and I'll have to link it because I think it's valuable here, is if you are trying to lose weight, you can't do that from a place of self-love, a place of self-hate. Because that's why it's not working for you. Just to wrap this up, so I want to go back to something I said at the very beginning where we talked about self-love, like people thinking that, you know, if you decide, like if you have a bad day and you look in the mirror and you don't like what you see, that all of a sudden, like all is, all is like forgotten. All the hard work that you've been putting in to lose the emotional weight, to gain confidence, it's all for nothing. And I want you to hear this and I want you to understand this, that no matter how hard and how much you work on your confidence, building your self-love, losing the emotional weight, even losing your physical weight, no matter how much you do in this journey, you still will have those days. And I think that is something that I wish I would have known when I was kind of on the yo-yo diet, body hate, shame cycle, is that you're still going to have those days. And just because you lose the weight or just because you get in a certain size or just because, you know, you make this decision even to like do this irresistible you journey, that everything's just going to be perfect because it's not. Because we're all human and we have bad days and we're still going to have ugly days and fat days and it's okay. And that's how it's pretty much supposed to be. We're not supposed to feel perfect and adequate every single moment. But when you have unconditional love for yourself, you recognize, you know what? Today's just an off day. But I know that doesn't define me, my life, and who I really am. I'm just having an off day. Versus I'm so gross, I'm so fat, I'm so disgusting, I knew this would happen again, I knew it would gain back the weight, you're never going to look like those other girls, you're so nasty, you're so this, you're so that. Beat yourself up, beat yourself up, beat yourself up, now let's go binge all the food. And the cycle continues. That's conditional love. That's not even love. Because if you loved yourself, you wouldn't be doing all that stuff to yourself. 
Because it's like if your kids are acting up and they make a mistake and they're not perfect, do you like shove a bunch of food in their mouth to punish them? No. Do you call them names? Do you curse at them? Do you say the most nasty, vile, disgusting things to them? No. So why are you doing it to yourself? Why is it okay for you to do that to yourself? I want you to really think about that. So let's get this unconditional self-love going. That is the key. That is what you have to have. It is a journey. It is work, but it is worth it. And over the coming weeks, um, like I said, the entire month of February, we are dedicating the whole month to talking about self-love. And we are going to be launching the self-love challenge starting next week on Valentine's week. So you'll be getting some notifications coming out in a couple of days or so about that. So again, stay tuned to my Instagram, which is at Irresistible Icing. Stay tuned to the Facebook group, which is called Irresistible You, which is inside of Facebook. Just type in Irresistible You and then go to groups. And it's also linked in the show notes. And stay tuned to your emails if you're on my email list. So, all right, guys, that's all I have for today. Let's catch up in the Facebook group and I will catch you in the next one. Until then, stay irresistible.